0: Welcome back to Personal Finance 101. I am your host, Jeffrey Funga. Today, we're gonna to be talking about the easiest way to build your credit score. This episode is very important to those who are new to the financial system of the U.S. For example, if you just move to the U.S. from a foreign country and you have no idea how the system works, or you just graduated from high school and you are going to college, and you have no credit card, you don't understand how the system works because you've been using your, your parents' credit cards for the last few years. So this is going to be something that is going to be an eye-opener to you and maybe you'll be able to learn something new from this. Let's get started. When I moved to the U.S., I had no idea what a credit score was. I didn't own any assets, I didn't have a car, I didn't have a house or anything. And at the same time, I didn't have any loans. The thought of getting a credit card scared me to death. And my philosophy at that time was buy only the things that I can afford. So if there's something I needed to buy, but I didn't have the money in my account at that particular moment, I wouldn't buy it. So that was the mindset I had when I moved here. And... It's not like there's anything wrong with having that kind of mindset. In fact, I would encourage you to have that kind of mindset of buying things that you can afford. But there are certain situations where you might need to buy something or you want to buy something, but you do not have the money in your account. And this thing is very important. For example, if you want to buy a house, a house usually costs a lot of money. Let's say the house is worth $300,000. But then, if you're waiting to save $300,000 to go and pay for that house cash, you're going to have a tough time. In fact, it will take you a long time to do so, and probably by the time you get that money, the value of the house will have gone up. In situations like this, you do need to buy things that you cannot technically afford, right, in quotes, because If you can make the payments, you can technically afford it, but then you don't have the money in your account. These are the type of situations where you need to have a credit score so that you can go get a loan to buy the house. Now, for those who are not familiar with it, you can ask me what is a credit score. Let me give you the basic definition from Investopedia. A credit score is a number ranging from 300 to 850. And this number depicts a consumer's credit worthiness. The higher the credit score, the more attractive the borrower. And usually this score is based on your credit history over time, right? You look at things like how many accounts you have, what's the level of debt you have, do you pay your stuff on time, and stuff like that. So that's the credit credit score in general. And... I'm not going to go too much into detail, but there are different types of credit scores, right? There's a credit score for uh, auto loans, the credit score for uh, credit cards, the credit score for other products. But in general, this is what it is. And in general, there's one score that most companies use. I used to pay my bills on time, right? My phone bill was always paid on time. My rent was paid on time. And to me, that was enough to show to these banks that I am credit-worthy. That I'm a good customer for them, so I didn't worry about building a credit score because there's no need i'm I'm paying everything I don't have no debt, so it's a good thing. That's what I thought. But then when I graduated from college, that is when I realized that I needed to have a credit score and a good one. When I went to get my very first apartment, these people do not want to rent to me. Why? Because I had no credit history. They told me, hey, we cannot rent you. You have no credit score. So we do not know what kind of customer you're going to be. And I told them, I went to college here. I paid my bills on time, everything you can check. They're like, yes, but there's no way you can show that to us. So for you to rent an apartment here, you will need to have a co-signer who who is a U.S. citizen. Unfortunately for me, I do not have a lot of U.S. citizen friends who were willing to co-sign for me. So what happened was I had to forego any good apartment I wanted and go rent a room at a friend's place. If I did not have that friend at that particular time, my option would have been to go to a neighborhood that wasn't safe for me, or stay on the street, right? And again, these are things that I wasn't taught I wasn't aware of for the last three years while I was in the u s and while I was in college and that's why I'm, I'm I'm doing this episode right for people that may be in that same situation or even you know your situation might be different you know, better or worse and how I built my credit history or my credit score was very simple, and i I suggest you to do the same. The easiest way and the simplest way is to get a credit card. That sounds like a no-brainer, right? Here's the thing. When you get a credit card, you have to be very careful about how to use it because a credit card can be a trap if you don't know how to use it. Let me give you a little uh, introduction on how a credit card works. There are basically two types of credit cards. The first one is called a secured credit card. And the second one is an unsecured credit card and let me give you a definition of a secure credit card a secure credit card is a card that requires you to place a refundable security deposit and this amount is what becomes your credit limit the reason for this is to prevent you from spending more than you can afford to pay let's say you want to have a credit card of $500 as your limit. So what you do is you put these $500 in a bank account, similar to a savings account and the, the bank will give you the card. And they're not going to touch that money for any reason. The only time that money will be touched is if you fail to make your payment. So the bank is holding that money as collateral. So that's how a secure credit card works. So you just get your your card, you make your monthly payment and the money just stays there. At a certain point in time, the bank will return that money to you and maybe open your credit card and make it unsecure. So unsecured just means there's no collateral. That's basically how the two type of credit cards that you can have. In my case, my first credit card was a secured one. And this is gonna be very common for those who do not have any credit history. For the most part, when you apply, the banks are not really confident about your credit worthiness. So what they do is, they'll either reject you or they'll propose a secure credit card to you. So my first credit card was a secure card of $300. I used the card for a while, about six months. And after that, they upgraded me to an unsecured card and increased my credit limit to $1,000 why because i always pay my bills on time and i had no balance at any point in time and i will explain to you you know what the balance means if you don't understand next and so that's that was my, my path right from 300 dollars, secure card a thousand dollars unsecure card and then after maybe two years i got another increase in credit limit of 4,000 so my total credit limit was 5,000 You can't imagine how happy I was. I was so happy because I have five thousand dollars in credit limit So I could do whatever I want But I did not find that trap. I did not go and spend it because that's another trap They give you so much money and you feel like it's your money. Remember that money is not yours. You are borrowing from the bank Just be careful there and the bank they expect my money from this, right? There are actually three ways that the banks usually make their money from credit cards. The first way is by charging fees to cardholders. So fees like late fees, annual fees, balance transfer fees, and so on. That's one way they make their money. The second way is to charge you interest on the balance you owe. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a credit card of $1,000 as your credit limit. You spend and max max out your credit card, so you spend all the one thousand dollars. And then next month the bank tells you, you know what? You owe us a thousand dollars, but you don't have to pay it at once. You could just make a minimum payment of twenty five dollars every month. It's an amazing deal, right? You're like, wow, I don't have to pay a thousand dollars now. But here's a trap: next month you make twenty five dollars payment on the one thousand dollars. You're left with now and then seventy five dollars as your balance, what happens is the bank is going to start charging your interest usually between nineteen percent and above on that balance that you owe, so you end up having a balance and paying off only the interest on that balance over time, and you might not even realize it because every month you're paying twenty five dollars better charging interest of maybe twenty percent or so, which is almost close to the $20, right? So you're paying about $20 on interest and your $25 that you make, only $5 goes to your balance. So it's gonna take you years to pay off that credit card debt, which if you do not max it out or if you don't make only the minimum payments, you can reduce the your, your fees there. The third way that the banks make money from credit cards Is through the transaction fees they charge the merchants now this way you don't have to worry too much about this one because this is between the banks and the merchant. this is something that you don't uh you don't you know doesn't involve you as as a customer at all now we've spoken about the credit card how to build your credit history and how the banks make money from it so how do you avoid paying history it's actually very simple there's just two ways right The first way is pay your bills on time. One way the banks make money, like I mentioned earlier, is through the fees, right? If the bill is due today and you pay one day late, you are charged a fee automatically. It's not even somebody Graham pressing about it. It's an automatic system that does that, right? So you can be charged maybe $25 late fee. It might not be a lot, but eventually if you do that many times, it's going to add up and it's going to be a lot of money. So try to make pay make your payments on time and one way you can do that is by setting up automatic payments or you're putting a reminder on your phone right if you're gonna afford the automatic payments. The second way to avoid those fees is don't just make those minimum payments. From the example I mentioned earlier right if you just make the minimum payment that the bank requires, you're gonna end up paying a lot of interest on their balance which you don't have to. So pay as much as you can. If you have a balance of $500, try to pay off the $500 every month if you can. If you cannot pay off the whole $500, pay the maximum you can pay. Do not, and I repeat, do not pay only your minimum payments. That is how they get you. So whether you're a recent high school graduate, or just moved to the US, I'll encourage, encourage you to start building your credit score as soon as you can because you're going to need it whether you like it or not. That is just how the system works. They work on credit. People need to understand how worthy of a customer you are whenever they need to rent an apartment to you or they need to lend you money. And the only way to do that is by having a, a score that they can look at and say and compare you to the rest of the population easiest way like i mentioned get a credit card and if you get rejected for an insecure card get a secure one just try to start building your score your history as soon as you can because one of the criteria that the people making your score use is the length of your credit history Right, They look at how long you had that credit history or that credit card. So the earlier, the better. One other thing I advise people to do is try to use your card only when you need it, like for emergencies or when you have the money already in your account. Personally, the way I use my card is like I use it like a debit card, right? So what I do is I I use it for my day-to-day transactions, but I make sure that if I'm using the card for whatsoever reason, I have the money already in my account, and as soon as I use it, I go pay it off the same week, so I never carry any balance over, and I never pay it. I've had a credit card here for the last twelve years. I have never paid a dollar or even one cent in fees or interest. I hope this episode has been helpful to you guys in another episode. I'll be talking about how the credit bureaus uses credit card information and build your your credit score that way you understand all the components that go into making this score and this will be helpful for those who have bad credit scores because i will be telling you how you can improve your credit score after you understand how it is built i hope this was helpful until next time